Good evening, everybody. Uh, welcome to the Calgary Bros Football Podcast. You you are now live with Victor Speck. I'm here with a very disgruntled Uncle CB. Um, he is very, very, very disgruntled right now. He's frustrated, confused. He doesn't know what's going on. But we're just going to give him the space here and ask him, man... As y'all know, Man United faced RB Leipzig in such a crazy game. It was a do-or-die game. You either win or you are out. And Manchester United could just not do it. And now they are going over to the Europa League. And I will go right over to my brother, Uncle CB. Tell me what happened, man. How do you feel, bro? Are you have you guys are you guys humming the the, the Europa League song? Is it getting ready to go? <laughs> I have mastered that song, man. Like now, that's my. Uh, I think that's also my ringtone. Is it? Yeah, it's also my alarm in the morning. Damn. Um, yeah, I've uh, I've recognized that um, Manchester United and Europa League are gonna be synonymous for the rest of my life. Damn. So now I just. I you know I've accepted it I've I've accepted the failure, the mediocrity that has become this club, um, and uh, I cannot wait to start playing, um, you know, a team from Kazakhstan in the Europa League. Wi-Fi password. Wi-Fi passwords. Antwerp. You know, like I can't wait to play these teams in the Europa League. I'm so happy, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is this has been the mo- the biggest gift of 2020. You know. When in hindsight, when you look at what's happening in 2020, mm-hmm. Debo just died a couple of days ago. Who? Debo. From Friday? Yeah. From You're Friday. Kidding. Exactly. Wow. So this is the best news yeah. compared to that. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Debo was my hero. He okay. used to knock people out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, not really. He wasn't my hero. But uh... <laughs> to say to say Debo was your hero, man, you guys are not living up to your expectations. Because if you were Debo, you would have knocked RB Leipzig out. <laughs> well, that hey, look, look, look. That my hero. I didn't say it was Manchester United's hero. Manchester United's uh, you know, uh, when you ask Ole who his hero is, he probably looks at that um, you know, what they call it, uh I don't know, like some of the most horrible boxes. And he says one of those most horrible boxes. Actually, no, not even most horrible. Let me let me tell you who Ole looks at as his hero. He looks at Joseph Benavides. I don't know if you know about Joseph Benavides, no. but this guy loves getting knocked out by like <laughs> you know <laughs> by people in the UFC. So that's Ole's heroes, yeah. you know, because he loves getting knocked out of cups. You know yeah. what I'm saying? If he's if it's not semifinals, if it's not you know uh, Champions League against Barca, um, and uh, yeah, you know. But uh, so I'm just I'm just I'm just gonna pose the question right now: Does Ole deserve to get fired? <laughs> Does Ole deserve to get fired, bro? Look, man, this is not even um, a thing, man. I. Uh, you know, there's one t- there's one point, right? Somebody once asked me, right? If you this was after Ole, uh, this was after Ole had gotten the contract in um, 
to become permanent manager for Manchester United. That was after the PSG thing. Which was a bit rushed. Yeah, it was just rushed. Mm -hmm. And then fast forward, maybe a couple of weeks after, you know, we played Arsenal, we didn't do well. And somebody once asked me, they were like, if you were the director of football, what is the first thing you would do if you got appointed as a director of football? Now, I won't get appointed as a director of football because if I get appointed as a director of football, I think Manchester United will go bankrupt. <laughs> um, you know, so they wouldn't appoint me. But <clears throat> I said the first thing I'll do is I'll fire Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. I would absolutely can him. You know, I would, I I would take him out of the the fire line because mm -hmm. I know he is simply not the man for, for the job. job. Okay, mm -hmm. and when I talk about the man for the job, I'm not talking about rebuilding. I'm not talking even people always say oh, Ole is good for rebuilding. I don't even think Ole has maximized the true potential of Manchester United in the rebuilding phase. Mm -hmm. I think a different coach would have been able to do that job much better than he has done. Um, and maybe you may you may say, oh, would United be third? I think United would still finish third um, last season with the acquisition of Bruno Fernandes. Uh, Fernandes, if you want to do the Portuguese uh, accent. Mm -hmm. uh, I still think would have been able to come third, but with higher points. Mm-hmm. So we, we wouldn't have come second. I don't think it would have been good enough to beat City last season. I think it would have been good enough to come third with higher points, not waiting till the last day to squeak in a couple of wins against uh, Leicester, uh, Leicester to, to get through. If Leicester didn't bottle the, the uh, top four position... Would it have been in Europa? It would have been in Europa. 100% would have been in Europa because we were, we were starting to look shaky towards yeah. the end there. Um, and even before... We lost games to, like, once again, Crystal Palace. We lost games to Burnley um, early on in the season um, and before Bruno's arrival. There were a lot of things we did so wrong that that United team should have, um, you know, not made it. Mm -hmm. But we made it. And now, going into this season, um, he he's doing better this season. Um, right now, somehow, we are fifth uh, or sixth or whatever. Which surprises the hell out of me. With one, um, even one, a game in hand. With a game in hand, mm -hmm. if we win the game in hand, who knows where we'll be? Yeah. So, it surprises the hell out of me. But it just shows you how good of a squad he has mm -hmm. that he can shit the bed in anything he does, mm -hmm. and he will still be in a very good position. No, if no matter how bad the results are, like Leipzig is a horrible result. That mm -hmm. was an absolutely shambolic result. Yeah. Um, but Ole is still safe because if you look at his league numbers, the the league numbers look good, so he's safe. Mm -hmm. He's he's not gonna he's not gonna get canned. Yeah. Um, but for me as a director of football, if I was a director of football, my philosophy, my ideas, um, and the kind of coach that would suit my ideas and the philosophy, hundred percent was not is not Ole gonna associate. Hundred percent. He's he's he, from the from day one. You know, I, I saw like he made me happy watching United. Mm -hmm. I've never. I, I want to give him some credit. I've never felt like the manager that has given us something in return. Um, uh, in when I say return, something in return, it sounds like like bring him sort of the United feel again. Mm -hmm. Van Gaal never gave us that. Moyes never gave us that. Mourinho was the closest, but he he destroyed his his ideas. Um, and he became uh, vindictive and, you know, he, even in a way, he became a terrorist, internal terrorist. He was destroying his his things in the club just to try to get his own way. Mm 
um, you know, but only the only person who's come in and tried to look like a Manchester United manager and tried to bring performance out of the squad, try to bring try to bring unity in the squad, mm-hmm. um, try to show them to play for the badge, what it means like, what it feels like. Um, but I think it was good for that as an interim base, but not the guy to help you start the rebuild. And definitely not the guy to finish the rebuild. Mm-hmm. I might be wrong now. Tomorrow he goes and wins the Premier League. I highly doubt it. But, you know, next minute somebody's going to clip this and then say this guy once said Ole is not going to win the <laughs> Premier League or whatever. He's not going to do that. But he, honestly, I'm going to even say one thing. Even winning the Premier League, I'll ask a lot of questions about him because I'll be like, is, you know, is, uh, is, is this really, really the guy? And if mm-hmm. he wins the Premier League, then... So be it. I'm mm-hmm. not going to shut my mouth because I think he could be doing way much, way better with what he's got. Mm-hmm. Um, and if Mourinho had had this type of players, you know, that uh, uh, on his team, um, Van Gaal even had this type of players on his team, Moyes even had this type of players on his team, he would have, they would, I think, may do even a much better job. So, mm-hmm. um, but for Ole, I don't see the potential. I don't see him doing anything. I, I, I would have canned him then. But right now, would I can him? No. Because of because of your, your Europa and now to go and get another manager, it would pretty much be spend more money. No, it's not even that. It's not even that anymore, man. It's not even that with Vic, man. It's not that. The, the reason being is because of the board. I'm, <laughs> that's the only reason why. Pochettino's available right now. Mm-hmm. They're not going for Pochettino. Because they know they're bullshit. Alex, 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 Allegri is available right now. They're not going for Allegri. Mm-hmm. So, oh, that's why I would not fire him. Mm-hmm. I, I know this is the most contradictory thing. After saying, yes, I would not give him the job, mm-hmm. but he's already in the job, I would not fire him. What, what is that going to do? What is it going to do? It's not going to do anything. You fire him now, who, who are you going to put in? Woodward, will find, Woodward is the only person that... Pochettino is available and Allegri is right now is available. Mm-hmm. And you fire Oli only to go get like Tony Pulis to come coach this team <laughs> or Sam Allardyce. I'm serious. Mm-hmm. This is how much of a joke these guys in the board are. And you can say, yes, it's not the board that are making Oli play crappy tactics or whatever. It, there's a bunch of things. Mm-hmm. The players were, the players, Bambisaka was just stupendous. I, I don't know what the hell was going on. That, and that's not the first time that has happened. It mm-hmm. has happened multiple times. So you, it tells me it's a combination of what the player is doing and what the coach's feedback is doing. You're, either you're not giving him proper feedback or you're tr- turning a blind eye to that thing just because he does other things well and you're hoping that doesn't come against him. And guess what? The first thing Nagelsmann's team did, cross through. Mm-hmm. Boom. Right at him. He couldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Everybody has seen this, Right. The other cross comes over the other side. Nothing, nobody does anything. Finally, final ball. Maguire doesn't do it. Like, it's a combination of the player. It's a combination of the management. Mm-hmm. It's a combination of the recruitment, mm-hmm. which it, all three fall in hand. The player, Ole, and Woodward. Mm-hmm. All three of them. All three of those, 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 those pieces. And somebody was saying once it takes the manager to get to get, gain the focus and he doesn't think Ole can gain the focus. I'm like, yes, to an, to an extent. Mm-hmm. But, guys, this is a knockout game. You tie this game, you, you're through. Mm-hmm. You don't need to... You shouldn't be considering a goal in the first 
two minutes. <laughs> you know, you keep it tight. Mm-hmm. You do anything to keep that game tight keep up until just up until the thirtieth minute, forty fifth minute. Mm-hmm. If they score on one, then you have a fighting chance mm-hmm. to come back into the game, right? And none of that thing happened. And then the worst part, the 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 sickening part about that game was the referee. The referee, and you think I'm going to start saying, oh, the referee didn't do enough for us? No. The referee did enough Everything. for us Everything. so that we can go through. You guys that had was two penalties, disgusting. Right? One, 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 one penalty. penalty. And then there was a free kick that hit the ball. That was so disgusting. It was going to, f- it almost felt like the most undeserved comeback. Mm-hmm. If we had come back in that game, it would have been a travesty to football. Mm-hmm. Absolute travesty. There's no Manchester United fan out here that, that I've seen have defended the refereeing stuff that was happening. None of them. They were like, even some of them were like, the referee was so bad, he was help trying to help us come back mm-hmm. in the game. That is how disgusting it was. That penalty on Green was not even a penalty. The guy just bumps Greenwood on, uh, he drives on the <laughs> ground. A referee would have carded, a good referee would have carded Greenwood mm-hmm. for the dive mm-hmm. and then, you know, let's keep going. Mm-hmm. But this referee was helping us to try to come back in this game and, just and we couldn't come back. That's how bad that's how bad this game was, you know? Nagelsmann should have walked away with a 3-0, clean, boom, mm-hmm. go, win, right? But no, our, the referee was like, no, 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 not today. I'm going to help United to see what, what you know. It's, it was just so absurd. Mm-hmm. You, you, we are relying on penalties. We are relying on all this stuff. And you know what? I claim those penalties. I won them. I'm not going to complain. I, I Even though I say it's disgusting what the referee was doing, mm-hmm. I claim them. It doesn't well, help you. Absolutely. What do you want me to say? Mm-hmm. Don't give my team a penalty? Hell no. Give us a freaking penalty. Make it easier for us. But it is disgusting to see how how terrible uh, everything just fell apart. I was I was I was at work. I was coaching. Mm-hmm. I was coaching one of my representatives. I was we were doing a, a follow up on their performance, and we were just looking at some other things they were doing. And I had it on the background, mm-hmm. you know, kind of semi paying attention. I was like, okay, you know, the game just started. I saw the formation, five two one two, and I'm like, Tch. and right away the first thing that came to my mind is Ole, Ole is getting ready to get spanked. Mm-hmm. If you've watched Julian Nagelsmann, you don't like you can sit back, mm-hmm. you don't sit back that deep. Okay, you can say, okay, we're gonna he he. The best part was Ole had five defenders, yeah. right? To defend mm-hmm. was two guys to cover. He literally had seven players mm-hmm. defending the back line, yeah. defending, covering the hair. In first two minutes, they put a ball right through. What did they do? Bang, go. Mm-hmm. What did I say in the last episode? I said United cannot concede again early mm-hmm. against a good team. You mm-hmm. cannot do it. Because they'll punish you. We have been doing this all mm-hmm. throughout the season, and we expect. That, come back. you know, to come back every time. Even Maguire came back and said it. was like, yeah, you know, we've been doing this, but, you know, quality, blah, blah, blah. You guys, you don't do this against Leipzig. You do not concede early. Mm-hmm. And the that team is such a momentum team. Because Nagelsmann is such a good man motivator. Mm-hmm. If, you've, if you've seen the things they've said about him, the review, when he speaks, you can tell, man, this is a guy that any player would love to play for because he in- inspires belief and he also combines it with a very good tactical approach to the football match. Mm-hmm. And right away, the width. You hear me talk about the width every time. The width in football is everything. Mm-hmm. If you can put dangerous balls into the box, 
Look at um, Real Madrid against Borussia Mönchengladbach. I did not watch the full game, but I was watching the highlights. Yeah, yeah. Where were all the goals coming from? Wings. Crosses. Yeah. Where were all the chances? Crosses. Like, if you do not know how to play football with the wings, you cannot play football. Mm-hmm. Manchester United cannot play through the wings, and they cannot defend the wings. It's so, it's like schoolboy shit, and it's like, bro, because you don't coach your people mm-hmm. to do this effectively. Because of that, when other teams do it to you, your guys don't know what to do. That is why Juan Bissaka cannot cannot mark a single cross in the game. So he puts five guys, okay, two guys <laughs> sitting in front of them, and still they open up. They just open his. It was just like <sighs> open them up like crazy. Mm-hmm. Then next minute, bam, go, and you're like, okay, we need a reaction. Next minute, bam, another goal. <laughs> At that moment, this is where elite managers Jose Mourinho does something that would everybody be like oh my god Jose just did you Jose pulls Mourinho, out a, t- a player you say look Juan Bissaka come out you come out kiddo you're, 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 you're done, done. Yeah. you're done you know yeah. or you look uh, Luke Shaw you just came back from injury mm-hmm. and I accidentally made a mistake I made a mistake playing you come out bro mm-hmm. and if that's not enough to if that's not enough to get players getting going I don't know what yeah. is because as soon as as soon as players see yeah. that they follow suit and yeah. they start to play. He has five subs. You know, you do that early in the first half, you ha- you will get a reaction. Mm-hmm. You and then maybe not a reaction mentally, mm-hmm. tactically you get a reaction because then you're just saying my system didn't work out. Now you can also talk about like there's another thing that I'm gonna get into this other piece here, the Pogba situation because I think Pogba impacted this whole thing, oh, yeah. you know, mineral, slime and Pogba's slime conniving mm-hmm. thing they did, and 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 you may think oh I'm gonna come out here and attack Pogba, I won't come, I won't come out here and attack Pogba. That's just a spoiler alert for any person listening. Ole at this moment after he after he did that, mm-hmm. pull Shaw out, pull Wan Bissaka out, mm-hmm. just take one of them out. Change the strategy, change the formation, bring in an extra midfielder. Leipzig just were running amok mm-hmm. in that midfield. Like the three forwards with you know with Bruno and um Rashford and Greenwood just were useless. Yes, they couldn't do anything. The ball could not stick because mm-hmm. they just Leipzig were all over, mm-hmm. bees all over, they could swarming the mm-hmm. whole pitch. You take off a defender that is sitting deep, and mm-hmm. you bring on a midfielder. It changes the mindset of the game. Mm-hmm. And if you put give it to somebody who can hold on to the ball, then tactically you have somebody who can give your players oxygen to breathe. Because Van der Beek was phenomenal against Leipzig in yeah. in, Uni- in, in uh, Old Trafford. Yeah. He was phenomenal. The ball came on his feet. He moved it quick. He mm-hmm. did not waste time. He And it wasn't moving the ball quick. He was sticking with his other teammates. The ball was getting there. Mm-hmm. Like, why would... Why would this guy get Vanderbeek and he just doesn't know what to do with him? Mm-hmm. You have been given a bazooka and you just freaking use it. He's, he's hurting himself. Mm-hmm. It's such a weird thing with Ole, man. Like, I just don't know how fucking dumb this guy is, man. Like, you're at the highest echelon of football. Mm-hmm. You are managing the highest... Like, you show one week how genius you can look. Mm-hmm. And then the other week, you show how stupendous you look. Mm-hmm. Like... He goes. He he switches one week from Mourinho to the and, and that's that's an insult to Mourinho in a sense. He he sets up like Mourinho. Let's let's be honest. That's how Mourinho sets up. You know, mm-hmm. parks the bus, counterattacks. He sets up like Mourinho. Gets it right sometimes. You know, and then 
the next freaking game, he looks like freaking Paulo Di Canio mm-hmm. with Sunderland. He doesn't know, have a clue on how to freaking coach a freaking team. Like, how, how, how can you be this dumb? It is so, it's ridiculous. I'm screaming my head off here, you know, and it's a waste of time, man. This guy. Anyway, so he does that. And then, you know, coming to the next section, Pogba. Mm-hmm. Okay? Paul Ami Pogba. This kid did all he did. Bro, the first thing you should do, send him back to Carrington. Don't even think about it. Don't even leave him in your squad. Don't even send him back to Carrington. Okay? It's either you do that or you start him. Mm-hmm. There's no there's no middle ground there. Mm-hmm. What he did was the biggest, one of the biggest insults to himself. Mm-hmm. You know, you can talk about Manchester United. Yes, it was an insult to Manchester United. But to Ole as a coach, it was the biggest insult. Dude. They teach us this shit as coaches. Like, they don't even teach us. We know this shit as coaches. Mm-hmm. A player undermines your authority, you're benching that player. Mm-hmm. It's not even... You don't think about it. Oh, you have lip now, boy? Okay, let's see you play then. All you had to do was say, look, I will not play this game. Go back to Carrington. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Call it. Call it the way it is. Let him sit. That's it. Yeah, Pep did it with Yaya. So, this is why this is why when people call Pep fraud, Pep is not a fraud because <laughs> Pep knows how to fucking manage. Yeah, you try this shit with me, I will show you. Mm-hmm. Jose Maria, you try this shit with me, I will fucking show you. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And fucking Ole brings this guy halfway through the freaking second half to save his ass. Please save me, bro. Like, I don't understand it, man. It's either you play the dude and say, look. You are part of my plans. I don't know what the hell you and your stupid stupid ass agent are doing, mm-hmm. but you're gonna play this game, and this is what's gonna happen. If he doesn't perform, you get him, get rid of him. Mm-hmm. But Papa now ended up. The worst part about this whole thing was Papa oh, actually scored. played well. Yeah, Papa actually. I mean, except for one big mistake he made, mm-hmm. he actually played well. That just that just shows you like Papa was just telling you like, look, bro, you know what? I have it all in my cards. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna leave this club whether you like it or not, mm-hmm. and for you to put me on this pitch, I will show everybody how clueless you were. That's like, you see that you take him out and just, because then what will happen when you completely take him out mm-hmm. and then you push him to the side and you send him back to Carrington, everybody will come up and say, Papa fucked you over. Mm-hmm. But by the time you bring him back in, and then, you, then it's like, well, who's screwing over here mm-hmm. then? Yes, Papa did something to yeah. warrant him. But it's obviously your tactical inefficiency yeah. that's causing this bullshit. It's a part of that, but mm-hmm. also the part that you are a weak-minded coach. Mm-hmm. The psychology of you of yourself is weak. Yeah. You don't know how to come up and just say, look, bro, I'm sorry, man. You talk shit to me, that's it. Mm-hmm. There's no HR here. This is you're not, you're not playing for a corporate company. Mm-hmm. You're playing for a sporting institution. The coach has the right to not list you on the freaking team sheet, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. HR is not gonna come knocking at Ole's door. Hey, Ole. Yeah. Uh, and, be, and before, before even even if they have HR, it's gonna take a little bit of time. This, By the time the HR shows up the next week, <laughs> the game has already passed last they week. They are not. Yeah. Look, you're in a sporting institution. Yeah. You can do what you want to the player. Mm-hmm. Right. You can do what you want to the player. You can tell the player, look, that's it. You can stay home. Yep. We're not going to call you up. Look at Ozil. He's on 350K. Mm-hmm. Stay home. Don't worry. You know, you want to, you come to training when we want you to come to training. 
If not, we'll take we'll gouge your wages mm-hmm. and don't we're not gonna list you on the team. That's it. You pick one. Mm-hmm. He's either a part of your plans or he's not a part of your plans. Yeah. What in the hell? And I just it just shocked me, man. And I just like, are you kidding me? Are you freaking kidding me? Right? And this is the thing now. Everybody says, Oh, you know, as I said, Woodward needs to be fired. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to, in, in, in defense of Woodward, Woodward has given Ole some players. Now, those are not the players he wanted. Mm-hmm. And I keep saying this. Yep. Even if you fucking have Sancho on that pitch, Grealish on that pitch, they're not going to stop the freaking cross from coming into the box. Mm-hmm. And they're not going to stop that goal from going to the net. Like, it's as simple as that. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe let's say you had Open Meccano. Open Meccano's a center back. Maybe let's say you had Nathan Ake. Nathan Ake is a center back. Mm-hmm. You got one Bisaka because that's the player you wanted. Mm-hmm. Right? Are we, are we right or wrong? So those players will not stop the goals from coming in. Mm-hmm. So in defense of Woodward, this is where the, the Woodward's defense comes in. He gave you a player that maybe can help you control the tempo in the midfield. Mm-hmm. Find a beak. Play the fucking guy. No. I don't want to play him. I keep switching him around. And I keep... He's trying to be cute. He's trying to be smart. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe I might have a game against City. And that's why I need him there. <laughs> No, you play him this game, and you play him the next game. game. This is how players build confidence. This Mm -hmm. is how they build momentum. This is how they build morale. Van der Beek's probably like, man, why did I even come here? Fuck, I I don't know. This is, it's an embarrassment, man. This guy has been given, as I said, it's like they've given you a pistol, a bazooka, a bomb, Mm -hmm. and you just keep, don't know what to do with it. You throw in the garbage, you don't know, right? They've given him the tools to do his job, and he doesn't want to use them. Oh, it's not the right tools. Okay. Well, wait for Sancho then. Wait for Grealish. And then by the time you know it, you're going to get your ass canned. Now there's a bunch of bullshit coming out from the dressing room. Just shit like um, players are like blaming David De Gea. Any person who's blaming David De Gea is an idiot. And yes, David De Gea could have been made so bigger. I get it, but you're an idiot. Mario Maguire, I'm a center back. Mm-hmm. And I know as a center back, you take care of that cross. Mm-hmm. If he goes across you on your blind side, you're fucked. That's mm-hmm. it. You never want... You, you see defenders work a lot on that first initial contact before it gets into that, you know, mm-hmm. into the box six-yard area. They do everything to try to stop it from getting there. Harry Maguire should know this, mm-hmm. you know? And this is a guy that, you know, I used to defend quite a lot. Um, and I would say defend, but I, I liked him, you know? Came mm-hmm. to United, I liked him. And I thought he was such a breath of fresh air. He looks like a bully. He's big in size. He gets to the ball, but man... It's not, it's not an issue of IQ. It's an issue of not taking ownership. Mm-hmm. I keep saying it. United don't need leadership. They need guys who take ownership, accountability, responsibility. Oh, yeah. Also, our recording just cut out, but um, we lost a good chunk of our recording there. But anyway, we'll carry on. Um, one of the key things too that I highlighted uh, in that uh, uh uh, game and the thing that drove me insane about that, you know, as we talked about Harry Maguire not taking ownership and all that, um, you know, these players are now saying that they want to get rid of uh, David De Gea. Um, I like Dean Henderson. Dean Henderson is actually a decent goalie, but you've seen all these stupid things. I don't, I don't know if it's true, but seeing all these stupid things and the su- stupid stuff that is coming up, saying, "Hey, you know what? We're gonna get rid of uh, 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 what they call him, uh, David." Um, you know what? That's not. It's not cool. You know what they did there? Not cool because that is not the. It's not David de Gea's fault. That is Harry Maguire's fault. They've let, you know, 
uh, the defenders, in my opinion, let uh, David De Gea down. Anywho, the other piece too as well that, you know, stuck off, is sticking out for me right now is what is going to happen this weekend. And as we said, a lot of people right now on the on the internet are saying that Manchester United um, are going to win that game. Our players turned up for against City. Against City. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm going to make a call, a bold prediction that they're not going to, they're not going to, we're not going to win that game. No, I think City's going to win it for sure. Yeah. You know, you're predicting, uh, what was it you're predicting again? Three, either 3-0 three, or 3-1. Three, 3-0 or 3-1. Three, I'm, I'm predicting 2-0 for City. And this is the first time I'm ever predicting that Manchester United is not going to win the game. Maybe I'm a, a little bit emotional right now and I'm saying this, um, or you know, I, I just I just don't think we're gonna do it. I don't think we have the um uh impetus. the impetus the know how and I think Pep is gearing up for that match. He's gonna have like some real setup uh with with controlling and stifling the us from touching that football. So I mean what else is, does Pep do? But I think now he, he's watching how we're conceding goals and how our defense is leaking goals on the wings and I think that's a big aspect of his coaching this week is going to be focusing on how do I attack United's fullbacks because all of a sudden they're starting to look extremely vulnerable right now. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, the other thing too as well that I, I don't know if I mentioned in the previous recording there, but um, all his uh, substitutions and the way he you know set up his substitutions, yeah. um, you know substituting two uh, 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 left backs. Uh, Pretty much defenders. Yeah. Instead of instead of bringing on attackers. Attackers, yeah. yeah. He he brought on uh, Tuan Zebe. He brought on Fosu Mensah. He brought on Brandon Williams. And it's like, that's three of your five subs, mm-hmm. you know? When you're losing the game, at least the least he could have done was sub in, you know, three forwards or three uh, uh, midfielders yeah. uh, in um, uh, for some defenders or at least have less defenders on, on the pitch. Yeah. So he just did not... He d- I don't know, man. He doesn't. He doesn't think on how his approach to the game is gonna look like. Um, but overall, it's it's what it is. Um, for me personally, the biggest aspect for United right now is just, you know, just ride the wave. Only I don't think he's gonna get sacked. I don't think anything is gonna happen to him. But if you if you lose in the next five games, maybe. But I don't think they're gonna see anything happening to this guy. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes, man. Anywho, we'll take a quick break, and then we'll come back shortly. All right, we are back for um, round two, I guess. Yes. Uh, All right, man. Your team won, and you guys are going to... I know... I mean, not your team didn't win. Your team tied. 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 And you guys are going to be playing against um, freaking... uh, Everton this weekend. Yes. yes. So what's going on with Chelsea, bro? You you spit it out. Oh uh, man, the the game against uh, Krasnodar. I just want to touch on like two key things. Yeah. Which is the fact that um, we came back from one zero once again, and um, it was the C team actually this time, <laughs> and uh, Billy Gilmore or should I say Billy Goatmore? <laughs> But I think it's too it's premature to say that, really right? Way too premature. But uh, he 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 has now put in on every single one of his debut a man of the match performance, which is crazy. Like you don't you don't just do that in like every single level. You know what I mean? Like that in Prem, did that in uh, in FA, 
and you did that as well in Champions League. Like that's not an easy feat to accomplish, right? And um, it's good to see him. And he didn't even play in the holding role. He played in at number eight yeah. in the attacking side. And he was just magnificent. Just the way he was moving the ball. You can see that sharpness kind of came back uh, during the game. And um, it's like something that has been missing for a minute, right? But obviously, I still I still advise patience with this boys, with Chelsea fans who are driving him and saying, oh, yeah, he should, he should be playing, playing, playing right away. We've seen good performances from Billy. We've also seen some really bad performances from Billy. So I would advise patience. Let the boy grow away from the pressure and let him just develop his skills, yeah. progress himself. And if it's a loan that is saying that he should go on eventually, he should go on alone. I don't think it's a bad idea because to have a player like that in your squad and not play him mm-hmm. day in, day out, will obviously regress him, right? And um, it looks like Stephen Jay is actually after him right now. Wasn't he originally from Rangers? He was originally from Rangers, yeah. yes. And um, now... now is, he, is he English or is he Scottish? He's a Scottish boy. Oh. Yeah, he's a Scottish boy. And uh, now Stephen G wants to bring him back to Rangers yeah. because he feels like he can he can develop him even more. And then, he, of course, what's, what's, the, what's the harm? You know, he goes to Rangers, plays... Even though they say it's a it's a lower leveled um lower leveled uh, um league right, yeah. but it's not a bad thing. It, all that really matters for these kids is that they're playing, that they're playing. Because if you keep him in your squad without playing him, just like I said, you regress him. Yeah. So it, once you send him to Rangers, DVG plays him like maybe forty something games in, in in a season. Yeah. Or maybe in it'll probably be a six months loan. So probably maybe like. 19 to 20 games around there yeah and he can just he can just develop so much with that and he would just keep playing keep playing keep playing loan never hurt nobody look at mason mount he went on loan to um what was it uh derby? Der- not just derby the first loan that he went to i think was vitesse in uh in the area de Vizy, right yeah so he went he went there he did that for like a couple seasons yeah and he came back and then he went to derby yeah. And that's where Lampard was, and Lampard saw him, and Lampard was like, "Okay, now when I go back to Chelsea, I'm gonna bring you." And then, boom, that's that's how that's how the, the connection just clicked, right? Yeah. So, um, if 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 Billy needs that loan, it's not a bad thing, guys. Like, let him go and grow. I know we all want to have him in our squad. Squad depth is very important. Yes, it is. It is exponentially important right now. But the thing as well is, this kid is also for the future. So you need to start priming him and getting him ready to go as well, right? Um, another thing I want to touch on is just the, the way Chelsea now defend. It's just like you can never, when the ball is off, like there's always three, four guys behind the ball, right, yeah. in the defensive zone, which is crazy because before we never had that. And like it's this this huge defensive stability and kudos to Frank Lampard noticing that, yes, I can coach that attacking side. And Joe Edwards can also co- coach that attacking side. And Jordy Morris can also coach that attacking side. But we also need a guy who can handle the defensive side. And he went and hired uh, the guy from Wigan. I forget his name. But uh, he hired that coach from Wigan. The Wigan coach came in. And, yeah. and Wigan is known for like keeping teams out. 
You know what I mean? With a defensive style. So to take a coach from there who's in a lower level, bring him here, and he he now grows that team and makes them belief and confidence in, in, in how they defend to a point where it's like, if we're getting countered, we're not worried. You know what I mean? Because we know at the end of the day that we are there and we are going to stop, we're going to nullify the threat, right? Mm-hmm. And that is such a good thing because it's 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 good to notice as a manager that you need help you know what i mean and when you when you notice that you need help and to get that help into your staff room yeah exponentially chelsea just grew it's it's It's, a different squad it's like now a second level it's something i always preach on man if you're if you are a coach that doesn't or a manager that doesn't that that knows your strengths and knows your weakness you need to hire coaches that can supplement your weakness. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, you're not going to deviate too far from your ideas, your philosophy, your vision, um, but hire yourself coaches or ask for coaches that can support you. Um, you know, I don't want to bring this back to this idiot, Ole. I mean, he's not an idiot. I shouldn't mm-hmm. call him that. But um, I don't want to bring this back to Ole. But, you know, to be honest, if you look at his coaching staff, you, you don't see any coaching staff that really – helps him um supplement his weak areas mm-hmm. uh, they all strengthen they, him they yeah none of them none of them help him yeah. they you know they either fit too much into his own style mm-hmm. and don't expand past what he's capable of doing um i think he needs to i think he needs to go hire himself a wing play coach mm-hmm. a coach that's uh, foundation is built on attacking wing wing play and he just needs to hire a coach like that, yeah. and not a coach that came from freaking Vancouver Whitecaps or MLS or any of that stupid mm-hmm. thing. He needs to hire himself a coach that comes from the Premier League, from the or not or from England or from Italy or from Spain or from Germany. So some coach that just knows how to coach these players mm-hmm. on what they need to do and setups, attacking setups in the wings. Like it's just so obvious yeah when you look at chelsea now you look at chelsea they already have the skills they already have the team set up and built um offensively they're over they're offensively overhanded in my mm-hmm. opinion yeah. and now to have a coach defensively that now comes in and it looks like they can actually defend when they attack and they're not leaving unnecessary gaps in their back um it's 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 good to see that it a coach as smart as Lampard recognizes, hey, this is not what I'm good at, and here's how I'm going to supplement it. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, absolutely. Now, uh, heading over to the Everton match, um, Pulisic didn't play this, this actually, he didn't play this uh, this weekend. Good, he needs the rest. This week. They said he also, he ha- he was feeling his hamstring again. Oh, no. So, um, <laughs> Ziyech and Callum Hudson-Odoi are out for another, like, week or so. Yeah. Uh, Pulisic is going to play the Everton game because he rested now. And then um, I'm pretty sure Werner will be flanking as well. Yeah. And then in the in the middle, the top, Tammy didn't have such a good game. So, Giroud comes in. Tammy needs to start bearing his chances Bro. because... I don't know, like you, you, you're watching. You are watching Giroud, yes, but can you, can you copy what he does? You know what I mean? Like you have to be able to finish, man. Like 
Tommy needs to uh, get out of Chelsea. In my opinion, I've been I've been saying this. These these boys keep thinking that they're gonna get what shot there. Like, yeah, he can he can get into he can become that player, but he doesn't strike me as that player right now. Like, uh, you know, maybe you know what? Actually, you know what? I wouldn't say that. I would say. What I when I anytime I watch Sammy Abraham play, he did cause the penalty though that we scored. Yeah, off. anytime I watch Sammy Abraham play, his movement is almost there. Mm-hmm. He has good movement all over the pitch. The penalty box, he doesn't have it like Giroud does Not because a danger, danger man. Because yeah, Giroud just smells it. Like yeah. when it's there, he knows mm-hmm. like this is my chance. But uh, Tammy doesn't do that. I think Tammy. It's all he, he's almost there, mm-hmm. which is a good sign. Yeah. This is not like Anthony Martial or, or Marcus Rashford, mm-hmm. where the ball comes in the penalty box, you don't see them anywhere near it. Mm-hmm. Like six yard, these boys just don't want to be near that yeah. place. They want to take shots from they, they want to be, box. yeah, they want taking fancy shots or uh, 1v1 uh, pass to the side of the net kind of opportunities. You know what? Like, that's the that's the thing, but like when when you need to get nitty gritty dirty, like. This is where guys like Giroud comes in, Cavani comes in. And I think Tammy, out of all of those youngins that I mentioned, seems to be the one that I'm a, I could become a predator mm-hmm. in the box, right? Yeah. So he can get there. But I think he just needs more. Um, he needs to go on a uh, on a loan to a different team. I know it sounds crazy because he's going to multiple loans. I think he needs to go on another loan, mm-hmm. maybe to like a German team. Where in Germany, heavy metal football, yeah. lots of crossing into the box, lots of diagonals. Like, maybe that will help him develop that skill. Mm-hmm. Give Giroud his time with Chelsea. You come back. You come back a man again. You regain your confidence. But in the other sense, too, is it... Should he still be doing that? Should he still be going out on loan? How old is he? 24 now? 24, 25. So he can't be going up on loan anymore, right? Yeah. So it's either he now needs to stake his claim in a position... Mm-hmm. Or he needs to be sold. Yeah. So, um, yeah. When I look at when I look at Tammy, Tammy doesn't strike me as uh, as that kind of guy just yet. But you never know. Yeah, it's true. You never know. Um, but yeah, the and he needs to stop playing for um, uh, England. He needs to just go and play for Nigeria. But it's too late because they already played yeah. for England. Yeah, he made yeah. his appearance. Good, good luck, bro. Because Harry Kane ain't, and Calvert Lewin ain't going nowhere, son. <laughs> and you know what, Calvert Lewin will show you this weekend how to fucking take opportunities. Because Calvert Lewin is on a freaking like uh, uh, opioid abu- abuse right now. Yeah, hopefully, steroid abuse. Hopefully, hopefully we can shut Calvert Lewin out because I don't want. I don't actually want us to concede in this game. I think this is a game we should hold a clean sheet. But obviously, you have Yamas Rodriguez going to be running a muck in the mid, mm. and hopefully Mason Mount and uh, whoever gets chosen, maybe Kovacic or Kai Havertz, extend comes back and uh, and you know does the business, right? Yeah. But uh, there's been a lot of speculation about Kai Havertz being a fraud. <laughs> oh, why? Why are people saying that? Um, I, I mean, Kai Havertz doesn't strike me as a very. Um aggressive, aggro player, but he's a very... He's, he's an like Ozil, Ozil type. Silky-ish yeah, Ozil kind of type. player. Yeah, he's an Ozil type. For the Chelsea fans that are saying that Kai Havertz is a fraud, uh, especially Paul... This, uh, just started, this guy just started <laughs> playing for this team. 
Paul is saying this? Yeah, Paul, Paul said it. But then yeah, I pulled out a stats and I sent it in the group chat. And Why was, is Paul saying and this? And it said... Um, like, wait, wait, wait a minute. Why is he saying this? Paul said he's not convinced. Oh, he's not okay. convinced, right? Well, well, it's kind of like me with Timo. But you know, I'm saying, not convinced. He shouldn't be saying he's a fraud. Yeah. These boys are not frauds. Like, you're a fraud. He's just saying like... Why don't you go try he said, doing... He said, he said it's 80, 80 million down the drain. Why don't you go try doing what they're doing? Right. Fucking dumbass. But man. Uh, like, I don't I, I don't understand why guys don't use their head to talk, man. Like, trust fuck. me. And then watch the next two games, Kai will probably shine and then Paul will be like, Kai is the man, yeah. you know? Delusional. But uh but yeah, so um I pulled out a stats and I showed him Kai Havertz and Mason Mount. Mason Mount has played was it eight more games more than uh, eight or ten more games more than Kai. And Kai has almost the same pretty much the same stats as mason mm. right with less games right and he has i think it's like uh one goal three assists and and uh mason mount has one goal and two assists or something like that but it's pretty close but the thing too is like if you look at kai havertz the distances he runs on the pitch mm -hmm. and where he goes he is all over that pitch bro like right? i'm just gonna say one thing like and defensively those, solid too. Those stats are just pointless to me. I I watch the game. Yeah. Some people can stat can uh, can pad stats like crazy. Oh, Bruno yeah. Bruno on our team is a stat padder. Yeah. This guy pads the stats. He's good. He's freaking good. Yeah. He's the reason why we're not in a relegation zone mm -hmm. right now. But when you watch the team, you know, you can see the players who make a difference. Yeah. Right? And there's some players who makes who make massive difference for teams mm -hmm. and they don't need to do all the like over ridiculous shit that we see other players do yeah so i'm just like you know uh, the, the the stats look great but when i watch Havertz, mm -hmm. I, I i i he's a silky player mm -hmm. he doesn't he doesn't overdo it he keeps it simple yeah he embodies german efficiency yeah with creativity to his game mm -hmm. and i think people just need to like shut up like if if your fans don't know how to respect talent they might as well just shut up and just give him give him to other teams. Like yeah. I just don't get it. Like, you know, I mean, I mean, I guess this is why Chelsea is one of the most successful because mm -hmm. your fans just don't take shit from uh, take shit from players. If yeah. you see something they don't like, yeah. But at the same breath, like that kid is a good player, man. Oh yeah, Kai, Kai is gonna Kai, even Lampard been saying it so many times in the press conference. Yeah, he's like he's like Kai is a kid for the future. He's like he is he is the future of this club as yeah. well. Because I'm pretty sure he's going to be playing with Mason Mount for years to come. Yeah. Those two would never look together. It would probably become one of the deadliest duos in that squad, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, it's only a matter of time, bro. Like, like people just need to stop stop reading into it right now, you know? Like, he's just coming in. He's brand new in a league. Yeah. Hard league, yeah, so yeah. and he's he's still ad he's still adjusting. Plus he had COVID, so it's like it's like he's still recovering from that. So like sometimes when when people talk and when people oh, say man. some things, it's just like man, you don't make sense. But whatever, we move. Um, Kai Kai is gonna come good. He's already good. Um, all, the only thing I ask from Kai is Kai pass the ball a bit faster. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. that's the only. I think if Kai can pass the ball really faster, he will break down lines like that. Like so, um, that will come in time. It'll after, come in time after he plays yeah. against Southampton again, and they just rush the hell out of him. Mm -hmm. Or he plays like what other team that presses high. Yeah, um, he, he's, know, gonna re, he's gonna he's gonna learn to release like, that okay, ball fast. I, can, I don't have too right? many times to be dibbling and dialing yeah. on the ball. You know, 
like it's silkiness but put your silkiness with a sense of urgency a little bit yeah just hit that ball and i want to see a little bit more power from that ball because usually his yeah. balls are just like they just roll you know, know what i mean they're silky, yeah, they're silky, silky. They're yeah. silky. but yeah. but i want to see that like mason mount has it yeah. he should be looking at mason mount like how does he pass this ball boom like that the ball's off his feet and it's phew, like yeah. right there you, like you a may, bullet you, right? may, you may need uh, uh fire and ice yeah you know? mason's your fire and how it's your ice. ice yeah cool chill composed mm-hmm. you know th- i mean I, these are not my kind of players but man i i really think people should if you if you've never gotten the opportunity to coach yeah coach a team mm-hmm. i think people need to spend that time and coach a team yeah when you coach a team you're gonna realize you, just, you learn to appreciate players even more oh yeah back when i was playing i used to hate players like that because i'm like I, I i i used to i'm a you know, I was a powerhouse. I would run, 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 mm-hmm. run. Like, not now. Not now that I'm playing. Yeah. But back uh, five years ago, six years ago, mm-hmm. when I still had sting in my legs. And I would run out and cover every blade of grass that I can cover. But I wanted players that could match that yeah. and not fuck around with the ball. Not everybody can um, You know, but as I never really appreciated those players that did a lot of good things, mm-hmm. like were very calm and composed and sometimes yes they will lose the ball mm-hmm. but most of the time you know they they, they, they just were so elegant mm-hmm. on it um i don't think i really appreciated them then until later on as i started coaching as i started to watch more football i started to see more i'm like man even if you don't track back and defend mm-hmm. as much as i like you to i appreciated the fact that for 85% of the time, that ball is, like, glued to your feet mm-hmm. and it's just moved properly mm-hmm. across the pitch. And, it's not and your back. vision, yeah. your awareness, uh, yeah, it's not coming back to me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sometimes you hang on to it a little bit too long and that's when it comes back my way. Yeah. That's where I have to do my job. Yeah. But you learn to appreciate these type of players more. And I, we're not hearing your guys not appreciate a guy like Kai, mm-hmm. they, then give him to us. Yeah. We'll take him. That's the thing. You know? So... Yeah. More patience, more patience, boys. But, but anyway, uh, yeah, Chelsea should win this game. I think, think we Chelsea? should win it. Uh, maybe 2-0. 2-0, 2-1. Nah, you guys are going to concede. I think um, Calvert-Lewin is in such a good position. But this is, right this, now. They're probably go, they'll be watching him. They'll be watching Thiago him. Thiago Silva so. will be there, and so will be Kodzuna. I, I think, I think so. he'll give those two a headache. Um, the only problem with Ancelotti's team right now, they don't seem to have any sort of creativity. Yeah. They look so like I like Ancelotti. Even, even with Re- Yamez Rodriguez. Yeah, I like Ancelotti. I think they figured out Yamez. Um, oh, yeah. and, I, and I like Ancelotti. He's one of my all-time favorite coaches. Mm-hmm. But his team just looks empty. Like it's flat. like they look flat. They've run out of ideas. I think that Ricardson record, that, and he deserved it. That idiot Ricardson is a freaking idiot. Um, took out that I can't remember the guy who he took out um, again and. Uh, I think it was the Thiago, Thiago Alcantara, yeah. yeah. And he you injured know? him, yeah. Yeah, it injured him. Yeah. And I think after that, that ruined their momentum mm-hmm. because Ricardo is such a critical aspect of the team. Yeah, because breaking with pace. Exactly. And there, right? Now he's come back. He needs some time to get back into form and get up to speed. Mm-hmm. But they were very up at top speed, but he did something so dumb and it impacted his uh, form for the season. Yeah. So now... Ancelotti is sweating balls because his boys are just not doing what they need to be doing. Yeah. Um, and I think he just needs to find a way to get this game over the line. I think mm-hmm. if he plays his card right, 
I think you'll be looking at the loss there for Chelsea. Yeah. Um, you know, I, but I would. I mean, I won't go as far as the loss actually. I'll say a tie mm-hmm. um, against Chelsea. No, but I then think, if, I think if we'll things if things get really messy, they yeah. may win the game. Yeah. But yeah, it looks like a Chelsea win. As, as a lot of you, they're gonna have to defend because I know what. Pulis- oh yeah, he's I know. Defending. I know. I know what Pulisic is gunning for this game. Yeah, yeah. You know what he was trying to do against Leeds? He's yeah. gonna be trying to do that to Everton. Yeah. Does that ball? You take that ball, cut it right, and yeah. smash it. He's ready, bro. Yeah, yeah. He's that been, one, he's been that waiting. one move, the cut it move. He's but we'll see. We'll see. Ancelotti may have a surprise for you guys, but yeah, you're right. I don't think they're gonna win the game. I, I would, for the sake of hope, I would say they tie the game like one-one uh, or something. Mm-hmm. But I think you guys have it like three-one. But yeah. I, you know, I'm hoping three-one-one. Yeah. But yeah, so those are the games this weekend. Um any any other exciting games that you're looking for or anything like that? What is your one football app say? Who else is playing? Uh the one football This app. episode is sponsored by one football app. Yeah. Nah, just kidding. But um yeah, eventually they'll probably end up sponsoring us. Right? Yeah, well not with the amount of views we get. <laughs> <laughs> but uh Yeah. But did you delete the one football app? Man, we're not gonna get a sponsorship like this, bro. Holy! No, You've been telling me to download the one football app, and you can't even locate it's the right one football app in bro. two seconds. It's right here. You had to look through a million apps just to try to find the one football app. <laughs> Damn! Yeah, they're not sponsoring us. Not with this attitude. Oh, wow. But uh, yeah, right there. <laughs> let's see. Yeah. So, yeah, but I'll plug this. but anyway, I, I looking United. So you're calling United is gonna lose three one. I'm calling United is gonna lose two uh, zero two. Yeah. Um. You know, you're calling Chelsea's going to win 3-1, and I'm calling a 1-1 draw for that game. Who else is playing? Any big games? Who's Liverpool playing? Um, Who are the champions going to play? Who's Tottenham playing? Surprised we're not even looking at that. I think Tottenham beat Antwerp today 2-0, right? Yeah, yeah. Wi-Fi password. Yeah, they beat them. Tottenham is playing. Oh, Liverpool against Dallas Fulham? Liverpool Bro, I'm captaining Mohamed Salah. <laughs> uh, Tottenham is playing who? Crystal Palace. Uh, so you're captaining Son. <laughs> no, I'm not captaining Son because Crystal right, Palace Harry King. Crystal Palace are hit and miss. They may beat you, they may they may draw. That's true. Uh, but I am definitely captaining uh, Mohamed Salah, bro. Or maybe Diogo Jota. This seems like a game for Diogo Jota. Mm-hmm. The Fulham game. Uh, we never, you know, the funny thing, we never actually really did. Who's um, uh, actually we do that halfway through the season. The uh, for our half likely to get the the um, no no not boots no like a uh, half a uh, half our um, midway uh, review or mid season review. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll say who's made the biggest impact and all that. So that's Jota. Yeah, I think Jota so far, anyway. Biggest so signing. Um, Partey has fallen hard. I think he got an injury last game. Yeah, he did. He has fallen hard. I, he, he was looking like the guy. And, oh. Yeah, so we're, we're almost wrapped up here. Um, we got to talk about the game of the week, which was Juve against Barcelona because of I, I didn't, such a big fixture. I didn't watch that game, but did you even watch the game? I did. I watched it. Okay. So, um, what do you want to talk about in the game? Man, it was honestly Ronaldo's show. But it was only then how Ronaldo. Is that, how is that game? It, it, was, was, it was Ronaldo's show because of a of penalty. How <laughs> <laughs> Ronaldo. But, but another but, thing I want to speak about, remember I told you this yeah. game was not just against Juve. And it wasn't just against Ronaldo and Messi. Yeah. It was against Gigi Buffon. 
Buffon was the reason they won this game. Messi's fight about seven seven shots didn't really? die. Yeah, Buffon stopped every single one of them. Eleven shots in total from Barcelona. Shit, Gigi man. just did not let it go, bro. Whatever, <laughs> man. Like the both of them are both. That guy is forty two years old, older than his manager. Dog. Yeah, I, oh, is he? <laughs> yeah, he's older than Perlo. So, yeah, but like at the end of the day, I, I don't know. I, I, that game just felt like a battle. It's, you know, United, United's game ruined my weekend, my week because I did not want to watch any team. I didn't want to watch any highlights. I only finally started to catch up on highlights this uh, today. Yeah, after work. Uh, but um, uh, you know the the what they call it. Um, the, that game did not interest me as much as it, it interested a lot of people. The reason why is because, yes, they're both goats, but they're the end of their cycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty much. Like, they're just, yeah. they're okay. Yeah. I, I even heard Weston McKenney had a scissor kick. Oh, my God. Goal. So, Weston you know? McKenney scores, and then, oh, my God. The, the, the U.S. media just picks it up. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then, <laughs> you can't write this <laughs> shit. <laughs> you can't write this shit. It was on Instagram. Yeah. And, like, uh, I think it was uh, US, US MNT that posted it. Yeah. And they're just, like, they're wilding. Like, they have everybody's... Uh, Everybody's, comments everybody's and comments up and it was pretty much like yo Weston McKenney gotta go and then it's like all these things he's like yo he's cool what a beautiful performance performance of the year yeah. like people are going nuts and then there was that whole thing with um uh who's gonna get the player of the season uh for uh pretty, pretty sure for 2020 I think it should be Pulisic and Gio Reyna People are like Weston McKenney. I'm like, no, no, what are Weston you talking McKinney's about? actually good. He's actually good. Oh, he's, he's good. He's but good. look at what Pulisic did for Chelsea nah, at Pul- the end of the season. Which bro. oh, which season was this one for? See, this is this is the U.S. Soccer Male Player of the Year. Of the you year. got to give that oh, to yeah, Pulisic. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Pulisic. You know, you can. But what about Reyna though? Reyna myself. Yeah, Reyna is the U.S. Man. Young Male Player of the Year. So you yeah. give that to Reyna, but you okay. give Pulisic the Male Player of the Year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. Right, not Weston McKenney because he goes to Juve. Come on, man. Yeah. No, no. Weston McKennie took a big gamble going to Juve from Schalke. Yeah, he did. And Huge. his paying off. Like, yeah. I, everybody were like, why is he doing that? And then it paid off big time. So, um, the only thing, though, is that team cannot seem to win without Ronaldo. Mm-hmm. And uh, in Ronaldo, they trust, man. This is the thing, right? If Ronaldo, like, people, are, people were saying Ronaldo was going to swap with Pogba to come over here, mm-hmm. which I think would have been stupid um, <laughs> because... I don't think Ronaldo has the desire as much to play for United anymore. Um, and seeing how the club is a shambles, he just doesn't want to uh, do anything. You said the club is a, is a vacation? It's a vacation. Oh, yeah. Him. It's a vacation because we're not as serious about football. So, um, yeah, I don't think he would. the desire would be there. So, I think it was... Uh, I just think Ronaldo is just not it anymore, man. Yeah, no. You know, if if Ronaldo comes, great. I'm I'm happy to see him. You know, it'll be good to have him back. He will have that winner's mindset, but he probably look at all this shit that's happening. <laughs> you know, he probably will score four goals, and Harry Maguire will head three on goals, and mm-hmm. we'll lose the game five four. And he'd be like, "What in the hell is wrong with this team?" Yeah. Like so. Anyway, but that game just, it never really interested me. I need to go back and watch maybe the yeah, highlights. It was, um, uh, but it just wasn't, I mean, if, if they're both in the final, yeah. that's a whole different ballgame. Mm-hmm. That's like, bro, 
Ronaldo against Messi, like the end, the final, the final clash to mm-hmm. determine who's the greatest of all time. Like you know, that'll be sick, right? Was like the Champions you know? League final. Yeah, 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 that'll be sick, right? But mm-hmm. in the group stage, fuck. Yeah. And I guess the Barcelona that can't even beat like Cadiz. Fuck out of here, man. <laughs> you know, yeah, fuck out of here. Like yeah. it's just not. It's not even. It's not exciting. It's not, there's nothing that I want to see in that. Yeah, but we have now run out of time. Um, thank you for listening, guys. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at podcastcbf. Instagram still coming soon. And uh, just forget the Instagram thing. It's not <laughs> happening. You can follow. You can follow us on our private Instagram. I drop your private Instagram. Nah, I'm not man. dropping my private Instagram. <laughs> I don't want any of these guys to follow me. <laughs> anyway, we are done. You guys have a good night. Thanks for listening to us. Ciao.